real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real, real. Only gon' recognize, still, still. I reckon I will. Like we always do with this time. I go for mine, I get to shine. Now throw your hands up in the sky. Welcome, welcome, everybody, to the KIRP Radio Show. Another beautiful Sunday, man. You know, guys know how we do it every Sunday right here in KIRP land. The time is, uh, well, the date is uh, Sunday, April 6, 2014, and the time is 8.03, which is the time we're supposed to start the show, but uh, sometimes we don't get to start the show uh, at the time that we're supposed to start it. Don't make much sense, but that's what it is. Anyway, uh, tonight we're going to have a special guest on by the name of Kenneth Cup, And uh, this man is a very interesting individual. He's going to come on. He's going to talk about his political aspirations. And he hopes to do great things in North Carolina. So you guys, make sure you tune in to that. 
Make sure you understand what's going on. Buckle your seatbelts and be ready for a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful show. We love bringing this show to you guys live, and we definitely try to do what we can do uh, to inspire you guys and try to set off your weeks. There's a lot of things that's been happening out here, man. We got, uh, whew, man, I don't, I don't even know where to start. Uh, maybe we can start with, uh, let me give a shout out real quick before we get into um, the show and talking about things that's going to happen and things that have happened in the past and, and all this good stuff. Let me give a shout out. First, I want to give a shout out to Sonny, my little sis, Sonny, and uh, my other little sis, adopted little sis, Tracy. Both of them adopted little sisters, I like to call them. Um, shout out to Sonny and Tracy, man, who's working hard on this Change the Game thing that we're doing, this group that we have. And uh, we're really looking forward to doing some wonderful things in life. I hope that you guys will stay tuned to some of the moves that I'm making on KRP Radio or just some of the moves that I'm making in general because there's a lot of people that I'm, that you know that are, that are coming along for the ride, and I'm jumping on the ride with a lot of other people such as Tracy and Sonny. And, and shout out to my brother, Kevin Daniels. And, you know, there's a lot of things that we all have to do to better this society and to better this world. And um, I'm one of the people that I really feel like I can do it. But also I want to give a shout out to a lot of people out here that I see in social media that are making a difference. Uh, once upon a time, I always thought that the Twitter and the Facebook, you know, that was lame and I didn't have time for it and I didn't want to do this and I didn't want to do that. And, you know, I just wasn't a social media type of guy. I didn't think that it was beneficial. I didn't think that it was needed. Uh, I thought it was just something that people do to pass time who were bored. And, you know, I, I understood that aspect of it. I, I knew that, you know, there's a lot of people out here that, that has a, that have a lot of time to waste. <laughs> no, no disrespect to anybody, but there are a lot of people out here who have a lot of time to waste. And uh, they spend a large part of that time in virtual reality, which is social media for whether we like it or not. That's what it is. And uh, people make up these personalities. Uh, people become characters. And, and uh, it, it seems that a lot of people become their alter ego. Or I've seen a lot of people develop an alter ego via social media. And... Uh, you know, I, I want to give a I want to give a shout out to a lot of people who are on social media for enlightening me, and and fixing my mindset, and and just for the people who are activists and who are fighting and who are grassroots organizations and nonprofits and or just people who are pastors and preachers and evangelists and ministers and and the list goes on and managers and motivational speakers the list goes on and on and on and on and on. But uh, there are a lot of people out here who are spreading some good information, man. There's a lot of people out here who are putting some stuff out that are helping people every single day of their life, helping people get by, helping people through their struggles, helping people uh, with, with things that they've been dealing with their entire lives. And because of the social media tool that we have, people are able to do that and be successful at it and, and, and actually be effective at it. And I think that's a beautiful thing because, frankly, there's a lot of people who need therapy, including myself. I know, I know, I probably need therapy for some things that I've been through in life. I know it. I, I, I don't, I don't think I know that it's a fact. But there's a lot of people out there on social media who haven't ever dealt with the problems that they've had growing up in a, in in their households or in their marriage or the problems that they face with their parents or or their siblings. I mean, or, or even a job. You know, there's a lot of people who face things on their job or, or perhaps school when people were bullied. And, 
I mean, the list goes on uh, about the various topics that people are going through and dealing with. The list goes on and on and on and on and on. But I got to say, I thank God for social media because unlike myself, I have a way of dealing with things. And, and it may not be the way that it should be, but I have a way of dealing with things that allow me to function. I just work. I, I take on additional responsibilities and I keep my mind on those things and I try my best to, to deal with those things. I have a family, a wife, a children. And, and, you know, it's a lot of us. So spending time with them keeps me busy, keeps me occupied. And I don't have time to think on some of those things that bother me so much or some things I grew up with that I have with or things with my parents or with my siblings and friends and, and so-called enemies and, and just problems with the world, man. So, you know, that's my method, keeping busy. That's my method, showing love and, 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 and getting love back from people whom I love and, and even strangers. But again, I just want to thank God and give a B.I.G. shout out to people out there on social media because there are a lot of people who aren't like me. There are a lot of people who aren't like my family, where they don't have anybody to lean on. They don't they don't have anyone in their circle with a stable mind, with understanding that can help them through their problems, or they don't have anybody that they can hug and feel better for even a short amount of time. They don't have anybody that they can call on. They don't have anybody that they can say, hey, come on, let's go to the park and, and shoot some hoop or let's go running or let's go work out. You know, there's a lot of people who are dealing with problems that they've had their entire lives and they have no way of dealing with those problems. But along came social media, whether it be the Yahoo chats, the Twitters, the Facebooks, the LinkedIn's, the you name it. There's a lot of different things out here that people are using for therapy because let's face it, the truth of the matter is people aren't praying the way that they should be praying. People aren't going to God with their problems. People aren't saying, Hey God, here I am. You know, I'm having this problem. I feel this kind of way today. Can you help me through it? People aren't really doing that. What happens is people go to God and they start praying when they feel down and down and down and down, downtrodden, beat down, can't hardly function, barely living, have nobody else to turn to, don't even trust themselves anymore, and they're probably probably ready to take themselves out. And that's when people go to God, but that's the actual time when you should be going to someone who's beside you in the physical because you know what? God's already been there. I'm not saying you can't go to God when you're downtrodden and you're ready to kill yourself and, and, and life is just horrible for you. I'm not. That, that's actually the, the perfect person. But I'm saying what we need to do, folks, is start going to God when things are a little bit better. Okay, and we we need to use the tools that we have, such as this social media that I hated so much, that I criticized so much, that I talked about and I laughed at and I giggled and I I made a mockery of. But you know, thank God I just got the revelation that social media is something beautiful for a lot of people who don't have anybody to love them. It's beautiful for a lot of people who don't have anyone to show them love or anybody that they can show love to, because a lot of people are going through things. So. For, for for millions or, or possibly billions of people out there, or I, I know hundreds of millions, let's say it like that, for hundreds of millions of people out there, million people out there, they can log on to social media, okay, and they can come across a Twitter post, a Facebook post, a LinkedIn post, an online radio show such as KRP Radio, anything under the sun on social media. They can come across these things and all of a sudden see something that make them laugh. You know, a repost, a picture. They can see something pretty. 
someone's child, someone's kid at prom. I understand back home in Wilson, NC was prom, and there were a lot of people out there who had their prom going on. But, uh, you know, a lot of pictures posted of of their kids going to prom. A lot of well-dressed, handsome young men, a lot of beautiful young ladies, hair hair done, nails done, everything done, you know, everything did, however the song go. But, you know, there were a lot of people out there that were just beautiful, and you could just click online. If you were feeling bad, I guarantee you, if, 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 all right, let's, let's put it like this. If you've ever felt bad before, ever, and I don't even use social media for this, too. This, this is the crazy part about it. It's just a revelation that I got that I feel like was given to me, that I was blessed to be received by God, you know. Um, but I don't even use social media for this, but you can log online and totally have the mind frame of, what I do, uh, advertising, you know, I, I could be doing a promo or getting ready to do an inspirational post or what I like to do is express my thoughts. When I think of something, I, I just put it out. I put it out there because it's, if it's helpful for me, maybe it's helpful for somebody else. But anyway, the, the beautiful part about this is if you, you can, that you can log on from anywhere in the world, feeling any kind of way. And this works for bad too, but we're only talking about the good right now, but you you could feel downtrodden, bad, downtrodden, excuse me, bad, and, and or just don't feel it in general physically. Maybe you got a cold, maybe you've been home, maybe you, your bills are due, who knows, physically, mentally, whatever. But you can log online and see a picture of somebody, like maybe a comedian, or see a repost that somebody put on online that could totally change your whole day, change your whole week, change your whole mood and your mind state, and it can make you forget all, forget all about some of the challenges that you're going through, some of the things that you're facing. Uh, some of the things that had you feeling down or possibly ready to take yourself out of here. And, and you know, B.I.G. shout out to all the counselors out there, man, and, and, and a B.I.G. shout out to all the people who, who maybe felt this kind of way, felt like they, they, they were ready to die and couldn't bear the problems that they were going through. Let me tell you guys one thing, and one thing only. Life don't get that bad. Life, I don't care what happens in life in general. It doesn't get bad enough for one to want to kill themselves and take themselves out of here. That is not a way to face your problems. That is not a way to address your fears. And there's not a, a, a way to express your emotions. And that that's just not it. You know, and, 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 and there's something special about, and, and, and I, don't, I don't know if it's, you know, I don't know what it is, but it, it's something special about people who have the ability to listen and help individuals through their problems. And when you don't have anybody to do that, you don't, again, as I was saying earlier, when you don't have anybody to show you that kind of love or anybody to show you kind of any kind of care or, or anything, no family, no friends, whatever, no children, no spouse, whatever. I have all those things. Thank God I have all those things. But if you don't have those things, but you have a phone with an Internet browser, see your game these days with an Internet browser, a social media browser, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, all, the, all those things. You hold the ability right there to feel better and take it in your own hands to make yourself feel better, if that's what you want to do. I'm not saying you shouldn't go to God. I'm not saying that by by all means. Lord knows I'm not saying that. I'm not saying you shouldn't go seek counseling. I'm not saying that, you know, you shouldn't get some kind of medical attention or, 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 or psychological uh, help through your problems. I'm not saying any of that. I'm not saying those things aren't the right solutions uh, uh, to people who are, are, I won't say mentally unstable, but to just people who are going through things. I'm not saying that those aren't great ideas. 
But I'm just single-handedly one man in this world that's single-handedly speaking about this device that I'm holding in my hand. I got my phone in my hand, and 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 I'm just one person who had who has had a change of heart about something that I made a mockery of, and that's social media. Because now I see a lot of different people from a lot of different walks of life that I've never met before in my life that are on my friends list and that 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 pop up in my timeline. And folks, there's a lot there's a lot of people hurting out there. There's a lot of people who are going through problems so much bigger than any problem that I have. And 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 thank God I have the ability to see that. I can see those people hurting. I can see those people reaching out. You know, I, I go to people I go to I go to Facebook pages sometime and I don't do a lot of scrolling, but when I do, I spend a lot of time doing it. When I when I find time to scroll through the social media posts, the Facebook posts and all over different you know, people's pages and, and just reading just various things for an hour or two. When when I do find the time to do that and I choose to do that, I see a lot of pain, man. But I also see a lot of laughter. I see a lot of entertainment. I see a lot of interaction. I see a lot of love. You know, I, I see a lot of pictures, a lot of smiles, a lot of happy faces. And, 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 and I thank God for the ability once again to have a change of heart about this social media, about the Facebooks and the Twitters and all those other sites, because at one point in time, I didn't value these things. I thought they were just tools for advertisement, and I still see it that way, but I also see a, a, a perfect, a huge benefit to those things in helping the lives of people who don't have anything else and anyone else to turn to. I realize it. I see the effects that it has on people. I see the things that I, I see how people change. I see how people are loving and, 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 and I see the camaraderie. I see all those things. And, and I think that that's a beautiful thing. So I thought I would take the time to speak on it for a second, because let's face it. We're going through our own problems sometimes. And we don't have time to lend an ear. A huge portion of the time, most of us, and, and, and I say us. I'm good. Let, let me say uh, let me say us fortunate people. You know the people that have wives, children, other family, friends, brothers and sisters, and people to talk to to help them through, help us through our situation. So I'm going to call us fortunate. Us fortunate folk are always the one who are lending an ear. We're always the one that's listening. We don't talk about our problems that often. Not not the huge, not the major problems. Let me talk about myself for a minute. All right, I'm just going to disinclude you guys. You include yourself if the shoe fits, right? But but people like me, I don't talk about my problems to my friends, you know, not in detail. I might mention something on the surface of it and just won't touch it because I'm, I'm I'm a private type of person. I'm just that guy. I don't go into detail. I don't talk about all the things, all the emotions that I have. I don't talk about the anxiety that I have and that, and sometimes I'm ready to blow a top. I don't talk about me and my wife if we're beefing and, and problems I got with my kids and things like that. I, I don't put that out there. I don't talk about that very often, and, and definitely not to social media, but I have people around me to make me feel better. I have the ability to pray, I, and, and I tap into those resources. But for the people out there who don't have that, they turn to people like us fortunate folks or like myself to lend an ear. They don't want to hear about our problems. They don't want to hear about the things that we have that are similar to them. They turn to us for an ear so in hopes to feel better, in hopes to get something off their chest, in hopes to get something that they've been thinking about, something that they've been dealing with, something that's been beating them down into the crumbs of the earth. 
they hope that because we got our lives together and everything is so beautiful and our social media pictures are so bright and we're laughing and we're smiling and our bills are paid, at least it appears to be, and, and our job is all good and our marriage is all good and the relationship with our children, that's all good and we got all the friends in the world and we're so social and we go all these places, we're jet setting, flying coast to coast, country to country, country to country, land to land, we're all over the place, man, we're watching NBA games, we're at NFL games. We got pro athletes as friends and politicians and all that. Our lives are polished and we're the fortunate ones. But people who don't have those things, they look at us and they go, man, I need to talk to him. I need to talk to her. I need for them to hear so they can help me get this off my chest so I can feel better. If I could just pick up the phone and call Pudgy right now and talk to him about these problems that I have, I'll feel better. And that's the power of social media that we don't talk about. That's the, un- that's, the, that's the unprecedented power of social media that we don't talk about. Those are the things that we, we don't really see because all of us aren't very genuine. So, again, let me tell you all one more time. Again, I thank God for the revelation because now I see this and I understand my place and my purpose, especially for KRP, a little bit clearer. Now I understand why people call me and they want to talk about their burdens. I get it. Now I understand why my life is private and I have to go to God with my problems and I can't talk about them in detail on social media because there are people out there who have bigger problems, bigger fish to fry. They're downtrodden. They're ready to die. They're ready to take themselves out of this earth. They're ready to go away from here. And the burdens that they carry are so heavy that they're looking for a way out. And that's when they turn on the computer. That's when they pick up their cell phone. And I wonder what's on Facebook today. I wonder what's on Twitter today. Oh, man. I haven't seen Al Tariq, which is my real name, or Pudgy, I haven't seen that dude since middle school, man. Yo, I remember when he was on Maplewood selling crack, but that was my man. I was cool with that dude. I was a little shook of him because he was sometimes a little bit aggressive. See, I know how to be honest about myself, and I know how to be honest about people around me, but thank God I understand that now. But see, that's what happens. And it's happened to me time after time after time after time. And while I was trying to understand it, it wasn't to be understood. It's become clear to me that the reason a lot of us anointed folks, because everybody ain't anointed. I just got to call it what it is. It might hurt some feelings. It is what it is. But everybody's not anointed. Everybody doesn't have that touch. Everybody don't have that gift. Every, all of us have some gifts. But everybody don't have that, 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 that gift. Whatever that gift is, right? We like to call it something special or we like to brag on it and call it swag. We like to talk about how gifted we are, how cool we are, and, and how nice. Oh, yeah, I'm nice at that. I'm, I'm nice at this. I'm the man at that. Oh, girl, I got it like that. I got that good. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm special with this. Ain't, can't nobody do it like that but me. You know, see, us anointed folks, 
when we tap into that anointing, the sky's the limit. It, we, we can do anything. There's nothing that can stop us out there. We're anointed by God. We're God's chosen people. There's nothing we can, everything we do, everything we set our minds to, everything that we, that, that, that poses as a challenge to us, everything that we make our mind up to say, you know what, I'm going to do this today. We can do it. It may take effort, but 90% of the time us anointed folks, the things that we set out to do, we're better than average at. There's no, it's never a train stop. I just got to be flat out honest because of the revelation that I've had. I got to be honest. There's nothing in this world that I've tried to do for good or bad. There's nothing in this world that I set my mind to do and I hadn't been able to do it above average. I haven't. It ain't got a damn thing to do with me. That's the conceited thing that we have. That's the stuck up part that we have about us, us fortunate folks, again. So again, I thank God for the social media. I thank God for having a revelation and understanding that there's a tool for people who don't have anything, who don't have anyone to turn to, who are struggling mentally and physically and a lot financially that just needs a way out. Getting on my political side for a minute, and and let me holler at conservative folks for a minute. A, A whole lot of us conservatives we spend time talking about what food stamps don't offer. We spend time talking about uh, what, what minimum wage isn't or is going to accomplish and what we don't want. But we don't hold the ability to get behind someone's eyes and see it from their world. We don't have the – a lot of us, and I do, I do, I do. My problem is I don't call a lot of y'all out sometimes. I let y'all eat. I let you live, and I don't say anything about it to you. But that's over with. That's, that's done. That, that's history, because from this day on, I guarantee you, I'm going to call you on some of this stuff, because the truth of the matter is, while we're talking about, and let me get on healthcare for one second, I know I'm skipping and jumping and diving and ditching, I get that, but let me talk about healthcare for one quick second, and I've always felt this way, and I've always expressed this, right, now, President Obama with this healthcare bill, I never liked it, because I read it, and this just wasn't for people, I don't understand what the hell this is for, I don't know who this is for, but it definitely wasn't for people who needed healthcare, Okay, it definitely won't for Americans who couldn't afford health care. The solution to that and the, 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 the easy, the very easy fix to health care was fixing pre-existing conditions and open, opening up the marketplace. Erase the, the, the parameters, erase the lines, and allow people to go, if I want to get health care from a company in California, I can go do that. All right, that was the fix to health care, not mandating it for people and proposing a jail sentence for people who don't have the money to pay the taxes or choose not to pay the taxes or the penalty in their tax year. And so on and so on and so forth. Okay, so this one health care plan, but I understand there's a lot of people out there whom, if they got sick today, I don't care if you're Democrat, Republican, Independent, Liberal, Nazi, Marxist. I don't give a. I don't care what you are. Doesn't matter what you are. If you got cancer today, and 99 percent of us don't have the money to pay for the treatments. And, and the medical uh, uh, needs that, that we'll need if we, if we did have cancer, if we were found to have cancer, a lot of us don't have the money to actually pay for that treatment or to pay for the therapy or to pay for the health care that it's going to take to treat you and take care of you and maintain that. We don't have that kind of money laying around, okay? Conservative, Democrat, Marxist, whatever you want to call it, all right? Liberal, whatever. We don't have that kind of money laying around. So the truth of the matter is if there was an agency or there was a way 
for you to get some sort of health care where you had to pay little or zero, no matter whom the tax burden came on, no matter whom had to pay for it, you and me and my mama and your mama and everybody else would be in that same damn line applying for that money so we could get that help so we could live on. Because you know what? We love our lives. KRP Radio Show. I'll be right back after this message, baby. When you're looking for real truth, real talk radio, make sure you log on to KIRPRadioShow.com. Sunday nights live, 8 p.m. with your host. KIRP Radio! It's the same way he did when he was in high school. After school, he practiced, then he went to the gym. This is what he wants. This is the life he chose. And if you want it, you have to work hard to keep it and keep on going with it. So I believe he will come back. And when he do, I'm going to be at the Bull Center cheering for my baby. <laughs> Sound Shoe, the number one online music tournament, encompasses seven different genres, including hip-hop, R&B, country, reggae, reggaeton, pop, rock, and gospel. Music artists, log on to soundchew.com to compete for a chance to have exclusive access to music listeners across the globe. Build relationships with other music artists and music professionals, plus maximize your exposure and gain worldwide attention. Music listeners, log on now to enjoy new music from up-and-coming artists. Then, vote for the songs you like best to ensure that your favorite artist wins. Also, check out the latest in music news. Music execs and producers, scout music talent to find your next big star. Musicians and voters, sign up for SoundChew today. That's www.soundchew.com. S-O-U-N-D-C-H-E-W. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com. The number one online music tournament. It is my mission to create brand stories for you that push the envelope, force people to stop, think, and take notice. Ride with you on your journey to success by creating great design that makes you look like the originator and not an imitator. Get you out of your comfort zone, inspire you to take action. Be risky and always stay true to your passion. Tiffany Inc. is located in Los Angeles, California. Tiffany Inc. specializes in designs, creative brands for the entertainment, fashion, beauty, and food industry. Some past and present clients include Jill Osco, J&K Fresh LLC, celebrity chef Nikki Shaw, teen and family producer Doreen Spencer, the National Association of Veterans, the Alzheimer's Association, and a host of fantastic others. To contact Tiffany Inc., all you have to do is log on to www.tiffanywithaniinc.com. TiffanyInc.com 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism. One out of every 110 children born today will be diagnosed with autism. If you have any questions or need support, we can help. The Autism Society of North Carolina can be reached at 800 800- 442-2762 Again, that's 800-442-2762 Remember, 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism And one out of every 110 children born will be diagnosed with autism as well If you need to reach them by the web, 
The address is www.autismsociety-nc.org. You can also reach him on Facebook, Twitter, and you can reach him on YouTube. Love somebody today. like that on the commercial break, man. I was getting choked up. Man, here about to cry. No, I wasn't about to cry. Uh, I was really getting choked up. I needed a drink of water. <laughs> but welcome back to the KLP Radio Show, baby. Beautiful evening, 8.33 p.m. on the East Coast. Shout out to all my people out there on the West Coast, man. We are definitely doing the thing. Shout out to my Change the Game family. Definitely got to give a B-I-G. Man, I can't even get my own catchphrase right. Giving a B-I-G shout out to the people out here in NC. Who always shows me love April 6, 2014 For you people who say I don't repeat the date And the week and the time enough But it is what it is This March uh, madness is coming to an end Folks, I understand I have not I haven't even watched one full game This whole tournament this year And I don't feel bad about it Because I've been working So I am going to try to my best To catch the Kentucky-UConn game And I like both squads Neither one of them are Carolina But it is what it is I'll definitely be watching and um, see if I can't make some things happen. Got to give a shout-out to my uh, Loving Father Society family. And uh, we just sponsored the baseball team, folks. So to all you guys out there who uh, live in the Alamance County area, we just sponsored the, sponsored the Green Level Trojans. Got them some nice uniforms out there, man. Go black and gold. We will be out there. My kids will be playing on that team. So they are uh, they're a beneficiary of uh, what we call that, special interest, uh, pork, whatever you want to call it. We sponsored the team. And I hope to see you guys out there to show support and show some love. We will definitely be on the baseball diamond in that black and gold and showing all those folks out there how we get busy. Uh, right now, i got to bring a special person on the air. You guys know her, StretchingYourBudget.com. Charlotte Holder. Charlotte, welcome to the KRP Radio Show. How are you this evening? Doing good. How are you? Doing pretty good. I know I got long-winded there. I got in the zone. My buzzer went off saying that you were on the, on the air. And uh, it was time for me to get off. But I was too knee-deep in what I was talking about, and I was I was in that zone. You know how Jordan used to get in the zone, Charlotte? Yes. I would not want to interrupt the zone. Yeah, can't interrupt the zone. I couldn't even interrupt the zone because I didn't realize I was in the zone. But anyway. So uh, what do you got for us this week, Charlotte? Um, nothing really planned, but, you know, tax season's coming up. So just wanted to give a reminder for everybody that has not done their taxes yet. Um, you know, we put ours off to the last minute because, you know me, I'm not going to give the government any more interest than they need. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so ours is, ours is done. It's just sitting in the the file thing there. So we can hit submit. Um, but 
if you don't know, tax day is in 10 days. So uh, for those of you that have not filed, you need to, to get ready to do so. So you don't have to pay any penalties. But, um, you know, there's there's a lot of things that people tend to miss over with their taxes. So I would just caution you, if you're doing them yourself, to um, – you know, following along the steps is fine if you if you're using the at home, you know, kind of software thing, TurboTax or H&R Block or um, whatever it is that you choose to use. Um, you know, it, it guides you and leads you into certain steps that you should follow. But um, if you have your own business or for or if you're going to itemize or do anything like that. Um, I would I would caution you to sticking to the steps because there's a lot of things that it doesn't really uncover, and you could be missing out on money. So um, we've been doing our own taxes now for well ever since we've been married, really. And um, you know I've learned things along the way, things that I didn't know to begin with, things that um, you know that I could have left off or didn't even realize because I just followed the steps. Um, so it's very important if if you are filing and you have things that you can you can itemize out or deduct. Um, if you do a lot of giving, you can itemize um, your giving portions. It's even got um, depending on the software system you have, it's got a um, you know system where it, asks, it even tells you how much things are valued at um, if you were to donate it at like Goodwill or something. So. Um, if you gave things and you're not really sure how much it would be valued at, it helps you with that. You can go through and click how much you gave with that item. Um, so super beneficial. So if you've never done that, I would encourage you to do so. Um, and with us, you know, having um, my husband has his own business, so it's very important to open up those different steps. Um, <clears throat> it'll ask you at the end when you're viewing, and you can click mm-hmm. on the form view. And um, and go through it as if you were filling it out on paper. And there's a lot more questions and a lot more um, things that will go in-depth and ask you about and give you an option to plug in. Um, so it's, it's super um, important. And I just wanted to kind of bring that up for those of you that do do them at home, whether it's your first year or you've been doing it for a while. It took me several years before I realized that. So I don't know about you, Pudgy, if, if you do yours or you knew about that, but um, we've increased our money that we've gotten back by doing that. So nice. It's a quick little help, helpful hint. Hopefully, if you didn't know, that's a big hint for me. I'm I'm just waiting to write the check, man. Lord, I'm waiting to write the check, y'all. We don't. Oh, you owe. We gotta... Yeah, yeah. We with all owe, even with child the... tax credits you owe. <laughs> yeah, no child tax credit here. None. <laughs> We don't qualify, unfortunately. Really? Yeah. 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 Even you know, we're like the old people that live in the shoe. There's so many children in here, but you know, we don't we don't get a lot of credit for the children at all. We get a tax credit, but not an earned income credit. Yeah. Well, your child tax credit for um just having kids that are in a school age, you can write that off. You know. Yes. Um. But and another thing too, like. I don't know if you realize, but um, something that I learned last year doing my taxes, um, if your child is in daycare and you pay daycare costs, um, 
you know, they give us one, you know, receipt for daycare for both of our children. So most people probably just plug in, you know, the one lump sum, but you actually get more deductions if you split it up. So if you, you know, like this child A, it was X amount, and child B, it cost, you know, this amount, and plug that in under each child instead of just plugging in the total sum of your daycare, then you actually get, like, like $750, like, different there. At least it was for us based on how much our child care was. Um, so that's another huge thing that it doesn't really tell you to put it in per child. It just asks, um, you know, how, how much was your child care for that year. And um, so most people will typically just put in their lump sum. But like I said, I split ours up because each child went, um, you know, so that's another way to, to get extra, you know, credit. That's back. interesting. I, I, I never knew that. How how does that, I mean, how does that really work, though? I mean, how how is that different? How how do you do that? Um, well, because when, well, when you're entering it in, like I said, it'll ask, um, you know, how much did you spend last year in child care? And it right. just is a blanket statement. And, you know, like I said, just not thinking, I just, plugs it in my total receipt that I got from my child care. Um, but there's also a place when you're actually filling in each child, um, you know, their information for their deduction. It'll say, did your child, you know, were they in daycare, after school care, whatever. And, you know, you check yes, and it'll take you to the next step, and it'll, it'll say, you know, how much did you spend on those expenses? So instead of on that other screen plugging it all in in one, you would then on under each child's information, you would plug in the amount you spent per child. Wow. So it and it actually because I do we when I do our taxes, I'll do it you know several different ways. You know, I'll back everything out and start over and do it another way, just to see what's going to give me the best you know um, deductions or money back or that type of thing. And so I don't ever just plug in once and I'm done because there could be something I missed or it could be, you know, something like this that I had no idea. So, you know, I just curiosity killed the cat. I was like, hmm, let me try it this way. And it was like a $750 difference um, by splitting them up instead of putting them under one. So I don't know. I think it's because it's um, when you're plugging it into the software, it's just seeing that you paid for child care for one child. You're not going to get that extra tax credit for spending on their, um, you know, after-school or daycare-type expenses is a different category. So it just sees you as doing that for one child. doesn't matter about the amount. It's, it's You're plugging it in for child. So by, say, you know, both your children going, it, it takes that as two kids and actually get an additional credit because it's per child. That makes it kind of long-winded. But. No, that's good, though. That's, that's, that's good information. Yeah. I mean, there's so many things, you know, not being accountants, we don't really know all the tips and tricks. But, um, you know, it's one thing that I, I really do try to get as much back as I can because I certainly don't think it's fair for the government to have some money. So, 
oh, you know, absolutely I fool around not. with it every year. I, I try to learn new things every year, and I do research and, and make sure that there's nothing that I'm missing out. Um, you know, and like I say, every year I learn something new. So that was the one thing that took out of my mind last year. So I thought I'd share it with you guys this year. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I think I mean it's it's funny because I we don't we don't we hadn't used any daycare in a while but I, I remember when we were uh, writing off daycare expenses I, I never did that you know I don't know if my mm-hmm. wife ever did it when she did it but I, I never did that and uh, that's good info man I appreciate that that's major I, I know there's yeah. a lot of people out there like yeah I'm gonna do what Charlotte said that's what's up you know <laughs> yeah well I hope that you know things last year helped at least one person so that's what we do what we do right Pudgy. That's right, man. Even if it's just one individual, one little itty bitty person that a little itty bitty like us. Well, Charlotte's little itty bitty. I'm a little bit taller, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm short. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good though. At least we have one person, and and that's why we do this, like you said. So that's a beautiful thing. How's the family? Um, family's good. Everybody's uh keeping busy, and um. You know, we're getting ready for summer. Uh, we're taking the kids oh, yeah. to a little short beach trip for spring break, so that should be fun. And, uh, you know, I have to give a little shout-out to uh, Visit Myrtle Beach. They'll uh, they'll be sponsoring that trip. So. Um, oh Yep, I had to a little shout-out. <laughs> I'll have to keep up with that, Pudgy. I'm I'm proud of you though, Charlotte, because you gave a shout out before I ever asked you to give a shout out, and that's major right yeah. there. That is right now. We got a what time is it? Eight forty-five p.m. April sixth, two thousand fourteen. We got to put that in the books. Charlotte just made history by giving a shout out before I ever asked her for a shout out. I mean, that's the first time in what three years? Four years? I guess after what a year and a half, two years, I learned. <laughs> Yeah, man. I'm proud of you, man. Can we get a round of applause for Charlotte giving a shout out before we ever add, you know, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's big round of applause for that. All right, so I guess I can't say, uh, Charlotte, do you have any shout outs? So I guess I'll say uh, until next week or until you come yeah, back yeah. on, I appreciate the info. And uh B.I.G. shout out to you and a B.I.G. shout out to your family. All seriousness, all jokes aside, I really appreciate what you do. And, and you've definitely helped me a lot and uh, changed the way that I do some things. And I've slacked off. I haven't been couponing the way that I normally had. But, uh, you know, still, even when I don't, I think about, dang, Charlotte would be pissed off right now. I could have had a coupon for that. So B.I.G. <laughs> shout out to you for that, man. I really appreciate it. And, and a lot of love to you guys. And uh, I hope you have a beautiful week. And uh, kiss the kids and give Ben a a, a bro hug, and I'll talk to you later. (laughs) All right, bye. All right, bye. 8.47 p.m., folks, on the East Coast. Got to go to commercial when we come back. I want to talk about Ben Carson for a second. Ben Carson versus Roland Martin and the NAACP. Uh, Not a knockdown drag out, but a good conversation piece. Uh, you know, some things kind of were said that I agree with, some things not so much. But uh, I know it seems weird, but I, I respect Roland Martin, man. I think Roland Martin is a, is a nice dude. Shout out to Roland Martin. Bigger shout out to Ben Carson. When we come back, we're going to talk about that. But before we go, I got to give a shout out to another uh, beautiful individual that I like to call uh, my little brother. You guys know I have quite the preference of little brothers. 
Shout out to my little brother, Derek Allen, man. Derek Debo. Find him on Facebook. Derek with an A. D-A-R-R-I-C-K. Debo, D-E-B-O. Deadlift champion. Push-pull champion. Gold, excuse me. Gold medal deadlift open champion in all weight classes. Gold medal for bench press champ for the 220-pound weight class. Silver medal for open bench press. And as his Facebook post says, man... Hard work paid off. He should have said hard work done paid off. B.I.G. shout out to my little brother, man. If you see this dude, man, he's built like Hulk. I mean, he's been getting it in for some years. He's a physical trainer out there in Nevada. You guys hit him up, man. Let him know that Pudgy sent you. If you want to be worked out right and you want to show, if, if, if listen, if you really want to be worked out right and you want to be chiseled, right? Now, understand what I'm telling you. I'm talking about chiseled. This man will work your ass out to death. Pardon my language. I'm sorry, but sometimes it's adequate. Sometimes it, it fit. And for when he works you out, this is how you're going to look. I remember him working people out back in Wilson, which is both of our homes. The man is a beast. And we actually called him beast when he boxed, you know, because you, know, you guys know I'm nice with the hands. <laughs> Y'all hear that? I'm throwing them jabs. <laughs> I ain't really throwing them jabs. I'm just breathing a lot. But anyway, Shout out to Derek Allen, man. B-I-G, B-I-double-B-I-G. Shout out to you, little bro. I've seen your progress, man, when you were like 75 pounds. Now you're like 220 pounds of nothing but chisel, chiseled muscle. Probably a half ounce of fat on this man. So if you guys want to look like that and you're looking for somebody to work you out, hit us up, krpradio at gmail.com. Hit him up, Derek Allen. I've already spelled it one time. Go back and rewind the show if you need to know what it is again. Tell you what, I'll give it to you again. Derek with an A, D-A-R-R-I-C-K. Debo is the last name, D-E-B-O. If you want to be worked out, this man can definitely work you out and put you where you need to be. But you guys know me, and you know anybody that I rock with. We believe in hard work, so you're going to have to put it in to get it in, all right? Got to put in hard work to get good results. We'll be right back after these messages, man. We're going to talk about Roland Martin, Ben Carson. Also going to talk about Sarah Palin. We'll be right back, folks. Stay locked, krpradioshow.com, at symbol KRP Radio Show on Twitter, at symbol NC Pudgy is me. We're also on iTunes. The iTunes is blowing up. The whole show is blowing up. The ratings are as high as ever. So I've got to give a shout-out to Sonny. Got to give a shout-out to my brother, David Horwitz, over there in L.A., and everybody in that group who's showing us love. We'll be right back. <laughs> So, North Carolina leaders aren't doing anything, huh? Well, last time I checked, North Carolina now has the largest budget allocated to education ever in its history. And in the first time in over 10 years, teachers are getting a raise. If that's not action, 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism. One out of every 110 children born today will be diagnosed with autism. If you have any questions or need support, we can help. The Autism Society of North Carolina can be reached at 800-442-2762. Again, that's 800-442-2762. Remember, 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism, and one out of every 110 children born will be diagnosed with autism as well. If you need to reach them by the web, the address is www.autismsociety-nc.org. You can also reach them on Facebook, Twitter, and you can reach them on YouTube. 
Love somebody today. Daddy. Yeah, baby. What's this flower about a precinct meeting? Oh, nothing really. Probably just some junk mail. It says come and meet your next candidate. Your what? Mm, oh, really? Yes, and it also says we can come and learn more about what's going on in your district and your state. Daddy, what's a district? It's the area you live in, Jay. What area do we live in? We live in Greensboro, baby. So our city's a district? Uh, what, Jayla? Daddy, I want to go to this meeting so I can learn what more about what our district is and what it means. And aren't you always saying we can't trust politicians because we don't know them? Yeah, that's a good point, baby. When is it? It says here that district meetings are February the 20th, 22nd, and the 25th. And for more information, log on to www.wakegop.org. Let's check that website out. That sounds pretty good. I thought I knew what and where our district is, but apparently I don't know what's going on. I guess I need to go to that meeting to get better understanding, so thanks for convincing me. You're welcome. I love you. I love you, too. You actually said it that time. <laughs> <laughs> this message was approved and sponsored by the Wake County GOP, WM3G, the home of the KIRP radio show. Folks to the KRP Radio Show. Home stretch, man. Five minutes, six minutes before the end of the show. It is 8.54 p.m. on the East Coast. And we're about to close the show. But before we go, I definitely want to talk about an article that I read here this week. Uh, Dr. Ben Carson was on, I'm not sure of the name of the show. I think it's called, uh, I don't know. I don't know what the name of the show is. But he was on with uh, Roland Martin. Another guy that I respect, can't say that I love, but I definitely, well, I guess I love that brother too. I have no reason not to love him, but, you know, and uh, anyway, Dr. Carson was on the show and, uh, you know, he made some comments that it seemed like if you heard the video or if you heard the interview or you saw it on TV or what may have you, um, he said some things that I've been saying for a very long time and frankly, he was right about it okay he, he he was right on the money about it and uh one of the things that he said was that uh why doesn't groups like the NAACP whom are supposed to be for advancement of blacks in America or or in their mantra colored people in in America uh why don't they come to the rescue of conservatives when they get attacked why why aren't why don't liberals come to the to the to the uh, rescue of black conservatives when they get attacked by uh, some of these other groups out here or any group for the fact that that matter. Like uh, and he mentioned Condoleezza Rice, saying that you know she came from very humble beginnings, uh, a child of a sharecropper, I believe, and uh, you know turned to a grand uh, concert pianist, uh, secretary of state, you know, 
when she started getting attacked and, you know, not being able to speak at Rutgers, uh, what, what Dr. Carson was talking about. And uh, he left Roland Martin speechless. And one of the things that I've been saying that Dr. Carson and I agree on is that the NAACP is outdated. And, and white conservatives love to hear me talk like that. Most black conservatives don't like to hear me talk like that. Most black people in general don't like to hear me talk about the NAACP. But listen, they're outdated. They don't speak for us the way that they probably once did. Okay, I won't discredit some of the things that the NAACP has helped accomplish for blacks in America. I'd be a fool to discredit that. Any one of us would be a fool to discredit that. I, I mean, we just would. I mean, you you, you got to look at some of the accomplishments that they, some of the things that they have accomplished in this country, and and the need of a group like the NAACP, especially in the fifties, sixties, seventies, and yes, the seventies, folks, and eighties in America. Um, the truth of the matter is they're outdated, just like, and, and I know a lot of people won't like this, but the truth of the matter is this is not the day, and I've said it before, I've said it on stage, I've said it publicly, this is not the day of Dr. Martin Luther King anymore, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King anymore. This, this is not the day of him. Uh, President Obama, uh, 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 hold your breath, Bill Cosby, love him to death, uh, Tom Joyner, uh, Al Sharpton. They can't speak for black America in this day. They can speak for where we've come from. They can speak on things that they see that has changed over the course of time because I'm like the Tea Party. Like they say, they want their country back. I want my I want my black community back to what it once was. Like, you know, we have an organization called I Love Being a Black Father, which is up under a group called the Loving Father Society, which invites everybody and, and and I love being a black father. It's not a, a diverse group where, you know, some pro-black group that hates whites or any other ethnic group or any other racial makeup or ethnicity. We don't hate anybody, but we are pro-black. We love being black. We're happy that we're black. It's a good thing that we're black. We're proud being black fathers. There's nothing wrong with that. Just like there's nothing wrong with being a proud white father. There's nothing in the world that's wrong with that. And I'm sick and tired of, especially conservatives, always have something to say about why has it got to be a color on it? It's a color on it because it has to be. It's a color on it because a lot of white males who want to do good in the black community aren't accepted like black males who want to do well for their community. That's just the truth of the matter. It matters because in some white communities, I'm not accepted as a black father who loves being a father in my community that wants to help that community. I'm not accepted in there either to a lot of them. So it's a lot easier for people who look like each other to help each other. And then once we get up under, all up under the same umbrella, we can all say, hey, guess what? While you were over there acting stupid, we all go through the same things. It doesn't matter the color. Sure, there are going to be some things that you're going to go through that are white-specific. Sure, you're going to go through some things in your life that are black-specific. But guess what? We all go through problems, and here's some game, or here's some advice, or here's some useful information that I can give you as a black father that you can use as a white father and take it back in your household and be effective. That's our goal. That's why groups like the NAACP is outdated. 
That's why you can barely work with people from the civil rights era, and I'm talking about blacks here, some whites too, but I'm talking about blacks here because that's my experience. That's why you can hardly work with blacks from the civil rights era because they're still stuck on that color line. They can't get past the color and what was done by from this color to that color. They can't get, a lot of them can't get over it. They can't get past it. You ever heard the term forgiving but not forgetting? That's some of the things that we experience when we try to reach out to other groups like that. And again, President Obama doesn't hold the ability to speak for the inner city black communities. I do. Because I've been there. He's never been there. Anyway, I got to go, man. It's past my time. 9 p.m. I was, I was about to get crunk again, man. Y'all y'all just don't even understand, man. We're going we gonna to end with some old school, man. Shout out to Boosie Collins, man. All these guys, what you guys don't know is that my name is now Commissioner Miller. Uh, I was sworn in last week. Hey, man, shout out to all my people out there in the African American Heritage Foundation. Boosie Collins, man, we're going to end you with somebody who has some North Carolina ties, ties to jazz, ties to funk. Right here in Kinston, North Carolina, Newburgh, North Carolina, Wilson, North Carolina, huge, huge, huge jazz, funk, grassroots organizations, underground music, underground railroad here in North Carolina. I'm gonna teach you y'all. I'm gonna teach you all a little bit about it as time goes on. But I'm gonna leave you guys with a little boosty collars, man. Enjoy this. Until then, remember, God is love. Love is God. You guys are big in my book. Check us out, krpradioshow.com. Check us out on Twitter. Facebook, check out the Love and Father Society.com. We're doing things, man. We'll holler at y'all next week.
Life's no fun 